422 on the DWS News Hour. I'm Scott Beatty. Mary Shank is here from the News Gazette covering crime courts and more as she has for many years. A fatal crash tied to a 2016 Muhammad shooting has resulted in probation for Jeffrey Denning, who was the Illinois State Trooper at the time, who was responding to the shooting and ended up colliding with a car a van driven by Kelly Wilson, who later died of her injuries. Today, he learned he has probation, and he'll be on probation for a couple of years. Mary Shank here to tell us more. Um, in, in I guess in the world of news, somebody getting probation for a car accident is not big news. But when it's a state trooper and all that was surrounding the day, the events back in 2016, this is a big deal. Yes, a big deal. It's just the culmination of a horribly horribly tragic case started five years ago um, ended in you know two deaths um, and lives shattered families who lost loved ones it, it was just a bizarre string of events started uh, very late on May the 7th 2016 out in Muhammad uh, Muhammad police officer Jeremy Charlotte got into a tussle with Dracy Clint Pendleton and um, Mr. Pendleton got out a gun and shot Charlotte. Turns out it was in the arm, but the statewide broadcast went out that said, Officer shot in Muhammad. So Jeffrey Denning, an Illinois State Police Trooper, the only one on duty in all of Macon County who was on the west side of Decatur, thought in his mind this guy might very well head west on mm -hmm. 72 so denning was kind of in the heart of the city a busy busy part of town on a saturday night and he gunned it and at 109 miles per hour hit broadsided a woman who was making a turn from one street onto the street he was headed north on and collided with her in the driver's side and barrel rolled her van and she she was killed, and he was so horribly injured that he never was able to return to work. You can understand the response to, to the desire to immediately respond by an officer. Was this at all common practice, that speed, no siren? I, I don't think any, anything about this was common. Um, I believe that without knowing all the ins and outs of the internal investigation by the state police his attorney represented in court today that he did not violate any ISP policy um, that said it two and a half years later criminal charges were filed charging him with reckless homicide so um, the law was such that that 109 miles per hour clearly was the proximate cause of Kelly Wilson's death and um, it, like I said, just a horribly tragic case. So he was charged in December of 2018, and w this case has just now come to a close today. And it's still not technically closed because her family has filed uh, a claim against the state of Illinois in the Illinois Court of Claims. They can't file in a regular uh, civil court setting because it's a state agency. And that case is supposed to go to trial in October. And it's it's a sure bet that the family will probably net uh, a big settlement from the state of Illinois. She had two daughters. Um, it's just horribly tragic. I 
this quote stood out to me from his his attorney. I ask that you not judge this good and decent man for one lapse in judgment over five to ten seconds of his life. You know, the judge the judge said, I acknowledge that you were responding to what you believed was a real emergency, but there was no reason for you to be driving 109 miles an hour. I mean, the shooting had just happened in Muhammad, 40 miles away, so I'm not good at math off the top of my head, <laughs> but even speeding across I-72, he could have gone slower to get up to the interstate. Yeah. To try and head him off. As it turns out, tragically, again, tragically, uh, Pendleton went down 57. He didn't get on 72. And now uh, Kelly Wilson's family and friends will have a lifetime of grief and mourning, but it sounds like Jeffrey Denning will have a lifetime of, well, recovery and remorse. Yes. Um, So... Yeah, he was terribly injured. He His hip was shattered. He had to have a hip replacement. So you can only imagine that he's only 57 years old. He's he's probably in physical pain much of his life, and he has to live with this. I mean, he stood up today. He was apologetic um, to the family. He said, I'm, you know, I have children. I can't imagine what a, you know, there are no words is what he said. It was just, it was just heartbreaking, and there were several people there um, on his behalf, and several people there in support of the Wilson family, um, Kelly Wilson's mother and dad, and one of her sisters, who is now raising one of her children, were all there, and they read victim impact statements, and they're always just, yeah, just gut wrenching to listen to. I mean, there's no, there's no relief for them. And I, I'm 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 wondering if uh, or imagining the civil lawsuit side of this, and I know these things can get complex. Will probably result in, like you said, a sum of money and a n- no admission type of thing. Is that usually how these go? Well, and would I'd, it be the state that will settle, or would it be uh, the officer himself? It, um, I think the officer and the state police have already been dismissed out of the complaint. I'm not positive about that, but I think they're already gone. So it's the state of Illinois mm-hmm. that's being that's being sued. Um, the The other sad part about this is Kelly Wilson had been drinking and um, had a blood alcohol level of 0.09%, which is over the 08 limit under which an Illinois motorist is presumed intoxicated. Furthermore, she had sent a couple of texts like about two minutes before the crash, one two minutes before and another one at 11 o'clock, which is this the same time Denning called in. Well, I'm sorry, he called in at two minutes after 11. But in quick succession, she also had remnants of cannabis byproducts in her system. So you know that the civil attorneys will bring out the whole notion of contributory negligence, that she was somehow impaired, and if she hadn't been impaired, you know, she might have not pulled out in front of him. But witnesses said she stopped at the stop sign, she looked both ways, she made the turn, and he came flying. And as her father said to me, you know, you can't, you can't see a speeding bullet. He did not have his siren on. He had three sets of lights on. Um, it just... Yeah, it sounds like no matter the circumstance, 109 miles an hour is not justified. That's excessive. The judge the judge said as much. It was excessive. Indeed. Well, a uh, heavy day. I know uh, you have many of those sometimes uh, in your line of work, but yes, we do appreciate you yeah. shedding some light on, on this. And I know it's a story that's had uh, many layers to it oh from boy. start to yeah, finish, from the whole Clint Pendleton side of it to... 
Yes. To this. Jim uh, Jim Rossow and I spent our Mother's Day 2016 in the newsroom for about 20 straight hours covering this. And, the you know, again, Dracy Pendleton was chased to southern Illinois, and he ended up a dead dead man a week later in a shootout with the state police in the Shawnee National Forest. So it's the it's the stuff of which books are made. Yes. <laughs> but very sad. Very sad day, and uh, we appreciate you staying on top of it and joining us here. Thank you. That's Mary Shank from the News Gazette. Of course, you can read more of her coverage at newsgazette.com and in your print edition. We have local news in a moment.